0: Kristen of Bedhead Boudoir is a TLC coaching client, six-figure boudoir photographer, and she's consistently booked out nine months in advance. In this episode, we're talking about how it feels to be a successful boudoir photographer after struggling in the industry for so long. Hey, boudoir photographers. Are you ready to be totally booked out with high-paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. Welcome back, guys. Today, I want to introduce you to one of my longtime coaching clients, Kristen of Bedhead Boudoir. She's a super talented photographer and she's from Barrie, Ontario. And she's been a superstar since we started working together in 2021. I want to list just a few accomplishments and milestones she's had in the last two years. First of all, in 2022, she hit 100K. I mean, we all want to be six figure photographers, and she has officially accomplished that. She is staying booked out nine months in advance consistently and she's doing it without Facebook ads, groups or model calls. She's also sold out her bridal fair sessions with just two emails and she sold out her Black Friday sale with one email. In March of 2023, she had her first 20k cash month and I am just so proud of how far she's come and really excited to share her story with you all. I've been super excited to drop this episode, so let's just dive right in. Has it sank in that you are a professional photographer yet? kind of it's so funny that it's been a couple years and I
1: still can't even fully say yes I still sometimes call like say that I'm I'm not a real photographer um but I I am and like still it still feels surreal to me that this is what I get to do right when when I'm doing it and when you know we're bringing in those sales
0: sometimes it doesn't click in what did you do before you decided photography was something that you wanted to do with your life So I was actually, it feels like a past life, but
1: I was a veterinary technician. So like a nurse for animals, like cats and dogs and things like that. Um, I worked at different veterinary hospitals and then I finished off my career in an animal shelter. So I did that before I decided to make the switch. It was just a really difficult industry to thrive in. Um, It's very emotionally, physically, mentally draining. And it took me many years to realize that, that I was kind of deteriorating because of it, you know, like I was giving my all to that industry and it was just really hard to set a boundary when like, I have such a big heart for animals and people and animals in need. So, so when did you actually pick up a camera for the first time? So I was actually working at the shelter and it was in 2019. So I was still a full-time veterinary technician and I was always the one who was kind of at people's parties and get togethers and things. And I was always the one snapping pictures on my phone. And at that point, someone had said to me, you know, you take really good photos and you're always like lining people up, like you should do (laughs) photography. And I was like, well, I didn't think of that. You know what I mean? Like it didn't even cross my mind. Um, But I decided just as a hobby, it was never meant to be anything professional. I decided Mm -hmm. as a hobby that I would start studying. So I started studying photography online. um, And then I didn't get my first camera until four months after I started studying it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I kind of was in this transition phase where I was working as a vet tech. And I was also taking the photos for their adoption profiles. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of a cute mixture between the two. Um, until the following year 2020 when COVID was going on and things got really hard in the industry mm-hmm. that I was like Might. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like I'm gonna go be a photographer now right. for sure <laughs> I, I probably
1: know. should have waited till I had you or more of a plan but it all worked out it all worked out
0: I mean I get it for sure it's crazy how similar our stories are because I um, took photos for an animal shelter too for a while. So, oh my God, that's crazy. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. how did you end up choosing boudoir specifically? So, what had happened is I had been doing photography for
1: about a year, just over a year at this point. Um, and one of my photographer friends, we actually decided to kind of get together and model boudoir for each other. And I had never done a shoot like that myself. I had only photographed one person boudoir. um, And I thought I was doing her a favor by just like we were modeling together and and taking photos of each other. And then it felt like so weird, felt like such a weird experience the first time. And then when I saw those images of myself, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that was me. I couldn't believe that I felt so beautiful and confident looking at the images. And I, it was like, in that exact moment, this is what I want to be able to do for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to show them something that they've never seen or a version of themselves that they haven't been looking at. And I just remember how incredible and impactful it felt for me. And I really wanted to be able to bring that to other women.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was similar to my story where, I didn't even know what boudoir was the first time I did it. And then I did it and I was like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be doing the whole time.
1: Yes, exactly. And and at first it wasn't even like, I knew that was what I was interested in doing, but I was so scared to actually implement it because I thought it would be limiting. Isn't that hilarious? I, (laughs) I thought like, oh, people don't want you to only do boudoir. Like When you start out, you're doing maternity and families and couples and all of these things. And I was like, well, if I start doing only boudoir people, like I'm not going
0: to get any bookings
1: and the, opposite, the exact opposite was true. I barely had any bookings until I decided to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's because yeah. everyone wants you to be, especially for boudoir, they want you to be the expert in your field. Like if you want to be a boudoir photographer, you have to be a boudoir photographer. Yeah,
1: That's so true. If, if you just kind of do it amongst everything else, it's it's really not the same. Yeah.
0: Giving all of your energy and dedication to it was such a big difference for me. Absolutely. Was there a magic moment when you realized that your side hustle might actually become your full-time job? Maybe not one specific
1: moment, but there was a few moments over um, the year 2020 where people started to come to me and I had barely even been doing it, but people started to come to me and ask, would I shoot this? And would I shoot that, And like, I felt like even from the beginning, I kind of had a natural eye for it. Mm -hmm. So, and it came kind of easily to me. I did my studying and I did my practicing and I did the education, but I really felt like it came naturally to me. So a few points during that year, um, as people kind of contacted me, I realized that, yeah, maybe I could do something with this. Um, Um, it wasn't until I was with you in 2021 that I really felt, okay, I feel confident enough confident enough in this and my income that I could actually step away from my other job, which yeah. was very scary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember when you did Yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've been talking about this for a little bit for the past couple of weeks or so, but what is your real dream for boudoir or bedhead boudoir? So I, I do have a big dream. It feels like it's
1: it feels like it's too big but you always tell me to dream big. So um my long-term goal for Bedhead is to be able to operate in multiple locations. So it really has a big value for me and I feel like expanding that to the other places probably around Canada but who knows maybe even bigger. Um mm-hmm. Hiring, being able to kind of bring on other photographers and other people on the team that share that same value that really want to make like an impact in women's self-esteem. I think that kind of branching out into multiple locations would be very, very impactful um, on women in general. So my like dream for my personal life has always been to live out West in Canada um, the mountains in Alberta and British Columbia are so beautiful and they call to me. So I would love to be able to kind of move my practice out there, but still know that my clientele or, you know, the women of Barrie and other locations are taken care of as
0: well. For sure. And I think, and I think we started talking about this, like when we first started working together, but your, the name of your business is so like, you can take it anywhere. So love that. Yeah. You also own an actual studio space in your city. And I think it's so cool how your business has just expanded in the last year. So, so can you tell your audience how you decided to go from renting spaces to actually leasing your own space and also occasionally renting it out to the public, like other photographers? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I guess,
1: like you said, you and I started in, I think, June, 2021, and I was doing a lot of renting other people's studios. And that became very difficult to manage in terms of scheduling. Um, it was a higher cost and kind of like transporting my equipment and stuff was a lot. So we would plan at least a couple dates a month where um, we would only have a specific amount of time, right? 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. was our rental time. So we could only fit that many people in. Um, we would travel with all of our things, we being me and the hair and makeup artist. So we each had like five bags. Um, which was crazy, crazy difficult. And then in terms of scheduling, um, it became really hard because some people could only make certain dates work and certain locations work. So, kind of became a scheduling nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. And then in September, 2021, this studio that I loved, right like near us here in Barrie, they they announced that they were closing their doors. And I was like. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it wasn't even a fully formed idea in my head, but I did reach out and I asked him who their landlord was. Um, and they said it was available for rent as of January, 2022. So I decided I would go for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been really, really incredible for even just for me, peace of mind, like preparation for a shoot. All I have to do is charge my batteries you know, like everything is there. My outfits are hung up. Uh, the studio's ready. It's clean. I know nobody's coming in before or after. Um, I have as much time as I want. It's mm-hmm. It's been huge. It's been huge. So it's definitely more of an overhead cost, but I I wouldn't go back. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely. And uh, honestly, there were months when I remember your like your rental space cost was more than your actual rental. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, other people rent out their studios at
1: a specific cost. And even when you're doing a full day rental, um, it can, I think the most I paid was like $900 for, to use somebody else's studio just for a day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and now I pay not that much more than that to have the studio as mine for the entire month. So it makes a big difference professionally and even personally to have somewhere to kind of go, um, Yeah that's private. Right. Um, And then I do also rent it out to other photographers occasionally because I mean, it's easy income. All I have to do is like tidy it up again. And um, I get to meet other creatives in the community, which is really nice as well. So yeah, occasionally I do have other people in which helps pay for the, the cost of the overhead. Yeah.
0: But you don't like really focus on putting that out there that much.
1: No, when I first opened it, I I kind of had this idea that it would be its own thing, the studio, but it quickly became a lot to try and like market for two things and content for two things. Like it's, it was just a lot all at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I decided I kind of wanted to just focus on getting into my own groove and routine in my studio versus really focusing on making it its own studio. Um, And then it's I kind of decided with the same breath that i I wanted to make it what I wanted it and what I wanted in my photos instead of worrying about what other people would want. So once I did that, I fell so much more in love with the studio space, and so did my clients. So it another scary decision ended up being a really, really good one.
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're booked out months in advance at this point so it's going a big deal if you rent it or
1: not <laughs> exactly exactly so I mean I don't really advertise for it but when people come and ask me then yeah I'll let them rent it out for sure on if it works for you <laughs> yes exactly as long I have all of my studio dates blocked off in that calendar so they can come in and they can see when I'm not using it mm-hmm. they can come in if they want
0: for sure yeah so what is your absolute favorite thing about boudoir photography So I think my favorite part
1: is like almost everybody's nervous to do it, right? I don't very often have clients that come and are like fully confident and ready to do it and like just jump right in. Like everybody's so nervous. And I love, love seeing people come into the studio, you know, their hair and makeup's not done. They're all cozy, but they're so nervous. They're a little bit stiff um, and they're unsure. And then by the time hair and makeup is done, they're feeling so much better, but still nervous. Mm -hmm. And then you can see from the beginning to the end of their gallery, how they just really come out of that shell of fear and the unknown. Mm -hmm. So they start to feel so confident and so comfortable. They start to have fun and open up. And from beginning to end, you can see the difference in the gallery. And it's so nice. So I love to be able to visually see someone come in really nervous and then leave absolutely feeling themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: so nice to be able to help someone in that way.
0: Working off that same question, what's your least favorite thing about boudoir photography?
1: Probably, um, like I said, when we were talking about my past uh, career path, I am a bleeding heart. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times when people Come to me and they, you know, express their insecurities or they say, I could never do that, or, you know, I would love to, but I hate my blank. Mm-hmm. It hurts my heart. You know what I mean? I just, I feel the same way about myself. And what I try to tell people all the time when I can is that our eyes are so harsh and critical for ourselves, and nobody else sees us that way. Everybody else sees us with love and admiration, and it's so, so different than what we see. So I just, my heart bleeds for everybody who is in that same situation that doesn't see who they are or how beautiful they really are um, because we, we all do that. So sometimes it's hard to, um, to face all of our like collective insecurity, but it is really nice to be able to help them with it. So
0: for definitely
1: still sure. so worth it.
0: I think that the fact that your heart is so big is one of the reasons you're successful.
1: Yeah, I think so too. It's also one of the reasons why I struggle. and I, I need those mental health days quite often. Um, but definitely, I think that it, it helps people feel more at ease with me and I'm definitely
0: less intimidated because it's a scary thing that they're doing, right? If you had to pick three words to describe what makes up a successful boudoir business, what would it be and why? I mean, I've got to, like we were just talking about, I've got to say empathy.
1: Mm -hmm. I think understanding, like really understanding the pain points or like what's scary about a session and and not pressuring people or making anybody feel uncomfortable in any way. I think empathy is a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Strategy, (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) Something I didn't have before you. So strategy is really important. And then, I mean, maybe it's more than one word, but time management management. (laughs) Maybe that goes with strategy, but I thought that management of time and energy was really, really hard to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: you were kind of able to help me streamline things like that. And and I guess efficiency would be
0: a a one word way to describe it. Yeah. I think that's a really good one for sure. And I think all three of those are so important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm So do you struggle with comparing yourself to others in the field and if so how do you navigate this? I definitely
1: do. <laughs> um I am definitely guilty of the comparison to other photographers in general and other boudoir photographers for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: some ways that I have done this is honestly I've unfollowed a lot of photographers. I find that it's obviously they're incredible and they deserve what they have, but it's my comparison that makes me think, okay, well, maybe I just shouldn't be looking at this all day, sort of thing. So I did disor- decide to um, unfollow some accounts on Instagram just to kind of keep my feed a little bit more light and a little bit less judging mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, the mute button is my favorite. Thing. Yes, the <laughs> mute. That's so true. Yeah um i have had to mute people that i compare too often to um and you know what i've realized is that those people are comparing themselves to other people and sometimes even me yeah and i can i can't believe that i've had somebody yeah. tell me that and i'm like no you're just no you're yeah. like <laughs> exactly it's so crazy how we don't see
0: ourselves the way that others do oh for sure and yeah i i definitely especially when i first moved to st louis like that was a big thing i could not be watching what everyone in my local area was doing, I like really quickly learned that I needed to stay in my own lane. Like I always say, and not watch what everyone else is doing because first of all, it's none of my business. Yeah. And of all, like my clients are coming to me specifically for my work. So it doesn't really matter what everyone else is doing. And I don't need to be distracted by that. Do you have a confidence booster? Like when you fell down or when you don't feel like you're enough? Yeah, definitely.
1: I feel like honestly, sometimes I just share that with my audience because I try to be really transparent. Um and again, use empathy to relate to people and in, in their struggles and I don't want anyone to think that I'm perfect. So sometimes I will honestly just be honest about it with my audience and so many people come to support <laughs> me and show me so much love and it's like so beautiful and overwhelming every time. Um, But I also really, really love to scroll through our Google reviews. So we have over 45 now, all five-star honest testimonials. And a lot of them are really long and really emotional and impactful. It's not just my photos were great. It's like from beginning to end, just huge impact. So sometimes when I'm feeling like I'm comparing myself or I made a mistake or I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I will read through those and I'll just feel like what I've already done is enough
0: yeah, for, for, sure. for that
1: one woman who had that huge impact, right? What made you specifically look for a
0: business coach?
1: Well, I think like a lot of photographers or people who start off, especially as the hobbyist, um, it's really like what we were looking for was the creative side or the fun side, like the hobby side and like, um, so that's what we kind of dive into first is maybe learning the art of photography and practicing in that way. um, but personally had absolutely zero business savvy, like zero. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't always in actually, I was never in a good financial position until this until mm-hmm. that had t- t- took off for me. Um, so I wasn't really financially. Stable. <laughs> definitely stable yeah absolutely so it's was something that i felt like if i wanted to get really serious with what i'm doing i need to learn arguably the most important part absolutely and the most frustrating part so <laughs>
0: um,
1: and like l- just after i changed my name to bedhead boudoir and i went after that and i started thinking about it is when i found you or mm-hmm. found each other and it was like
0: instant amazing timing. Yeah, that's what the the way that I did it was I actually as soon as I was like, I'm gonna make this a career business coach. <laughs> that was my next yeah, that's so smart that you instantly thought of it. It took me a while, but
1: um it I needed to wait until I was sure that I was that's what I wanted to invest in and and that it was something I was able to do.
0: Yep, for sure. So why do you think it's important for other photographers to invest in education or even just one-on-one coaching?
1: Well, kind of going off of what I said, we love the art of it, right? Mm -hmm. We love the fun part and we love the connecting with people, but there's so much more that goes into it. Even just with people, you've got to protect yourself. Of course, there's always going to be somebody who wants more, Mm -hmm. um, having a strategy and having like real action that you can put. There's just so many things that you brought to me right away that I never would have thought. Mm -hmm. And I, I struggled a lot with having a strategy and having even kind of managing myself in terms of time Mm -hmm. and work hours and things like that. Um, and now even my mom will like, my mom owns a business as well. My mom will like, Talk about these like things that go on in her business. I'm like, oh, you need to do this, and you need to do this, and you need to do this. And she's like, oh, you're so business savvy. I'm like, you need Tracy. Like, I'm like, it's all from Tracy. So it's so nice that people like people call me a businesswoman now.
0: Yes, and it's like all of this is a learned, Like, it's something you can learn. It's yeah, not something we're born with for sure. So we Definitely. can learn how to be a business person. Yeah, um, I think
1: investing in the education is one of the things that that photographers overlook too easily, for sure.
0: So before we started working together, what was your biggest struggle? I'd say probably
1: my own self. (laughs) Um, Definitely my mindset around money, my mindset around my skill and what I deserve. Um, That was huge. And it kind of was a block for me to really put the work in, to Mm -hmm. have, give myself that nine to five schedule, um And like really kind of set self boundaries. I think if my business has taught me anything with you and kind of navigating it on my own, it's boundaries with myself and with other people, because I really struggled with boundaries with myself and with others before I found you. Um, and so it was hard for me to really put the work in. I was just kind of doing a little here, doing a little there, Um, and I didn't have any direction. So it was really important to me to have the direction, the strategy, um, and just like the validation that you can offer really boosts my confidence in my ability to set those boundaries. So yeah, that was huge.
0: And you are, I know that you think that you're really not great with boundaries, but you are better than you think you are. I think you just need the validation. Like you were saying that, yeah, that's so true. And I've gotten really good. (laughs) I've gotten really good because I never
1: was good at boundaries. But like I said, my business, like the business has taught me it's so you have to much more than anything else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you, um, yeah, you're, you know what you need to do. It's just like, you are a little bit of a people pleaser and you're like, should I actually do this? Yep. Yep. (laughs) And then I bring it to you and your reaction is like the same as mine. I'm like, okay, good. Now I'm ready to deal with it (laughs) on the right track.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's like a huge, um, I think, underrated part of what you do is just giving people validation and confidence in what they're already
0: thinking or trying. So what, when we started working together, what do you feel before we started working together, what do you feel was working in your business, but what also what wasn't working?
1: I think before we started working together, um, what was working was mostly just my, I guess the actual skill of it. So the skill of the photography, Um, people loved it and I loved it. And I felt like I said, I kind of had a natural talent for it, which I've never felt with anything else I've tried, that's for sure. Um, so it felt like it came pretty natural to me, but then I was stuck in every other way, marketing, um, time management, and just in general structure, knowing what to do. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think what was working for me was definitely the, the art of it and kind of getting the word out without having like a real marketing strategy I think in my small town it was going pretty well and then once I got a marketing strategy I mean in the last year I've I think I've doubled my followers just in like a one year alone
0: yeah that's awesome more than doubled even when we started working together didn't you say that you hadn't even booked a session in like six months oh yeah it was so it was like at least a
1: few months because I didn't know what to do or how to reach people. I was only really booking like friends and mutual friends and things like that. Um, so it was definitely not stable. It wasn't enough to live off of for sure. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of guessing mm-hmm. and um, instability
0: for sure. I remember like the first month or maybe six weeks, within six weeks, you had booked six sessions, I think. It was, it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy.
1: I think within two months, like I think the month before I hired you, I made like $700 from a session and within like a month or two, I think two, I went and did one shoot that was like a model shoot with everything that you had given me and started marketing myself in as a boudoir photographer. And the month after that, I had like a $10,000 month. It was instant. Yes.
0: And I was shook. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. It was so quick. And didn't you give up, like you resigned from your job within like two months, right? Yes. Yep. So we started June 1st and I think I even stretched it
1: out further than I needed to because I was nervous, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was the end of July that I gave my notice. So it was like, yeah, less than two months. That's crazy.
0: That's That's crazy. So since we've been focusing I feel like for the past two years, we've been focusing on your work-life balance. How do you feel like that has impacted your business and impacted your life? Yeah, well, I feel like it's given me a lot of more energy for both. I can
1: kind of, again, set those boundaries with myself and say, you know, no, it's 7 p.m. I'm not going to email that person back or Mm -hmm. "Um, it's the weekend. I'm going to take it for me so that on Monday, I'll come back refreshed because There's so many times where you just get an email and you're like, okay, well, it's just one email or it's just one thing. It's just a little bit of work, but it ends up taking more energy than you realize. And Mm -hmm. then when you don't take that Saturday, Sunday off come Monday, you're just like slowly burning. Like it's a slow burn out. Um, so I think that it's really given me the energy to kind of focus on both separately. And I do still struggle with that, to be fully honest. Um, even into the end of last year, I was opening up new dates for people. And like, I would end up with like eight shoot dates a month. And which means that's eight calling days and eight reveal days or more and all of that. So that was really hard. Yeah. Um, October and November were wacky busy. And then I decided because my birthday and obviously Christmas are both in December, I decided I was going to plan to be off most of the month. So I would get everything wrapped up before then. And then coming into 2023, I would be a lot more strict with my time Mm -hmm. um, so that I could have more of the month off or to do the other things that end up getting neglected. You know, when you're shooting and editing and calling all the time, it's hard to do the marketing and the website and so many other things. Mm -hmm. So um, back in November, I sat down, I think it was a Saturday, which is hilarious, but (laughs) I sat down and I worked out my whole schedule for the year. And I let everybody know, like, these are the dates and that's it. (laughs) Uh, If you can't come on these dates, you're going to have to try and come the next month. And now, even the end of last year, I was only booking into the month after because I kept opening dates, right? Now that I've set those boundaries with myself and my clients, I'm booking into April and May and June. Yep. So that's a really, really nice feeling to know that I have more control over my schedule and I'm kind of telling it how it is now instead of letting everybody else decide how my month looks.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you also have like guaranteed income. Six months, yeah, away. Each month. that's so true.
1: That's a really nice feeling because a lot of times like in this business, it's unpredictable, right? Every month can be different. And that's a little bit scary, especially when you have rent costs and things like that. Um, so it's a really wonderful feeling, um, to have a
0: little bit of security there. For sure. Yeah. I am super excited with the direction that you're going for sure. So let's talk about the bridal fair. You were just a part of, I know it was a lot, but was it worth it? It was a lot. So (laughs) a lot of prep, an absolutely
1: exhausting weekend. It was three days, um, in a huge city, which is draining in itself, Um, But it was, it was wonderful. It was a really good experience. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a slow burn or like the long game to kind of see all the benefits, but I already have gotten, I, I booked out like 15 sessions in the last week Mm -hmm. since they got the email that the, the show special, which was your idea from your bridal fair training um, with the show special and the giveaway, I got over 400 leads Yes, And I booked 15 sessions within like 48 hours last week. That's awesome. That was crazy. I couldn't believe my phone was blowing up that day. And um, yeah, so I would say absolutely worth it. I got to meet dozens and dozens of other vendors and exhibitors as well that I could potentially partner up with, um, that we could collab with. And just to meet them in general was, I think, a huge part of the whole experience. So I would say it was definitely worth it, and it'll keep coming, right? the The benefits will keep coming because every all of those emails are on my email list now, my automated email list. So
0: exactly, it's
1: nice um, that they'll kind of be warmed up slowly to it.
0: Exactly, and that's how um, that's why I do bridal fairs, so that yeah. yeah, you get those immediate bookings, like you got the fifteen bookings, but also you you're gonna have them on your email list for years. Sure, some of them are going to unsubscribe who cares but those other ones are going to book plus you made those networking connections so it's going to be so many good things that I can do um, with other exhibitors that were there
1: and just kind of knowing that no I'm in their inbox so if they do decide a couple years down the road that they want to do boudoir they could just go in their inbox or they're going to see my name pop up and say oh I was just thinking about that I hate doing bridal
0: fairs but I love (laughs)
1: Yeah. I, I like cried every day. <laughs> it was so hard. The, all the prep, um, the actual days there and I had to stay away from home because it was pretty far mm-hmm. from where it was. And yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, but yeah, I definitely think that, uh, the benefits are showing and it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I agree for sure. Anything else that you want to add or tell the audience about like photography, business education, or anything that I missed? Well, I don't think you missed anything, but
1: I will reiterate that the structure and education, I think is something that we all really, really need more than we think we do. Um, I mean, again, when I started this, I didn't know the posing, the strategy, the marketing, the socials anything like that. And you had the answers to everything. Um, and I think that even the trainings are incredible, but to miss out on the one-on-one and the Voxer support is huge because I feel like at any point when I have, um, I don't know, maybe a situation comes up with a client or like a difficult situation comes up with something, I don't have to wonder what to do or scramble in what to do. I can just send you a message and you're so quick to reply with that, like validation support and a real action um, that I feel more safe in my business and more comfortable and confident for sure. So don't sleep on a business coach, (laughs) do it. I think it should, at this point, having done it, I think it should be one of the first things that you do in your business. If you're going to be serious about it, I think it's, it's going to be one of the best
0: things that you do. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. The Voxer, I don't think photographers quite understand how valuable it is. Oh my God. It's so nice. It is. It's It's huge. And I'm in Voxer all day, every day. And it is absolutely one of the most important features, I think,
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I'll get an email. I don't have unhappy clients often, but there's a couple of times where, you know, I, something happened to me. I had to reschedule a client. Mm -hmm. Um, they're unhappy of course. And, um, I don't know how to reply. I'm like, okay, how do I be like, leave my emotions out of it because I'm a very emotional person. I'm like, how do I put my emotions aside and respond as professionally and serve them in the best way that I can. And you always are just a message away on boxer, which is so Mm -hmm. nice. And, uh, Definitely comforting in times of like stress, like that.
0: And the other thing is, if you don't immediately answer them and come answer me, like we talk about it, you are able to like remove your emotions so much easier because you're yes. away from it too. You're not just like immediately emotionally replying to them. Yeah, that is so true. That's one thing that I've had to try to do
1: for sure is to try and take a step back. Um, And to not take things personally. (laughs) Um, So that was definitely a challenge or like a learning curve there. But Mm -hmm. you have helped a lot with that. So it's really nice to have uh, the Voxer support is huge.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I really enjoyed the conversation. Do you want to tell everyone where they can follow you? Oh, yes. Well, thank
1: you for having me. Um, So I'm Bedhead Boudoir on most platforms. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm slacking on the TikTok, but I'm trying, (laughs)
0: but um, Instagram is definitely where you'll find us more active. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really, really enjoy the conversation. I'm sure everyone's going to be hitting you up on Instagram. (laughs) So yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's been really nice to chat all of this with you. We haven't talked about it all in a while, so it was really nice. I am so, so proud of how far Kristen has come since we started working together, and if you get just one thing from this episode, I want you to understand that her results are not due to the strategy that I gave her, they're due to a combination of her work ethic and the strategy, plus her trust in the process. If you're dreaming of these results in your own boudoir photography business, I want to invite you to head over to my website. TracyLynnCoaching.com and click coaching in the menu. And of course I will link that in the show notes. When you're ready to dive in, DM me on Instagram at it's Tracy Lynn and let's just change your life and business for the better. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography please be sure to rate and follow so you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.